Hello, and welcome back to the Cut the Cameras podcast, season two, episode to be determined. I don't know when I'm uploading this. Something I thought about doing in season two is a new formatting for guest episodes. I thought that I would take the first, I don't know, three to five minutes of each episode just to chat to you guys one-on-one, a little more intimate. Just because I find solo episodes to be quite tedious to do, but I feel like I get to say less to you guys and update you guys less on my life with guest episodes. So as narcissistic as that sounds, I think it'll be really fun to do just an unscripted bit, hopefully. It is a lovely morning here in the Netherlands. The sun is out, finally. The birds are chirping. Everything is green. Everything is bloomed. I'm out of my winter depression, now I just have normal depression. (laughs) But truly, I really am enjoying this weather. Today is a Saturday, and it's my only free day for the next three weeks, I think. Um, The only thing I have scheduled for today is this podcast recording, and then I have some work to do for a brand deal, because I'm an influencer. But I'm just going to try to have a peaceful day. I'm going to go on a walk in nature. I'm going to do some things that those insufferable healing bitches online do (laughs) because I'm starting to actually love that type of content. My grandparents are actually visiting. Um, My sister is starring in a musical, my little sister. She's Annie and Annie. So I saw that last night instead of going to prom. (laughs) I wasn't going to go to prom anyway. I talked about this in the intro episode of season two, Um, but I didn't realize I was going to actually be at school. So it was a a little awkward, I won't lie, but she did great. And I heard that prom was an absolute bust, so this is why I did not pay 100 euros for one of them tickets. I've just returned from Portugal with a friend, and then tomorrow I go to Luxembourg, and like five days after that I'm going to Croatia, and that just starts a whole chain of nonstop travel. So yeah, like I said, I'm just going to take it easy. Today I have a very exciting episode planned. I have a guest joining me all the way from Germany, my favorite country, my Lieblingsstadt. She is a model, a content creator, a world traveler. She's a very interesting person and I'm really excited because a lot of the times when I have guests on the pod, I've never actually talked to them before. I mean, a couple of them, my closer friends, I have obviously spoken with, but This is one of the cases where it's my first time actually getting to chat with these people. So it's mutually beneficial because I make a new friend and you guys get some top-notch entertaining content. So without further ado, let me introduce you guys to the guest for this episode. All right, everyone, I'm here now with Celia. Hi, thank you so much for having me. Oh my god, thank you so much for being here. I'm super excited to talk to you about everything that we have planned Um, But beforehand, I just wanted to give you a chance to introduce yourself to people who may not know who you are. Yes, I will. So, um, I don't know, it's kind of hard to put it like in a short sentence, but like, um, yeah, my name is Celia, as you already said. Um, I uh, do also do YouTube, but uh, my main thing right now is uh, modeling. Um, I finished high school a year ago, and now I'm just like doing a gap year, uh, traveling a lot and figuring out like what I want to do. Um, and yes, I'm so excited to be here with you. I think, I, I don't know, uh, when I started following you, I think it was like when I, you you posted a video about like uh, editing and filming everything like Emma Chamberlain, didn't you? 
And I think this went like... Oh my god. Quite... It was that it, long ago? Yes, it was. I just, I remembered no, a what? few... Yes, I remembered a few minutes ago. I think you started following me like a lot later. I don't know, when when you when did you do that? Or when did you film that? I, oh my god, I just, that was like 2018. It popped into my head. Really? No, no way. No, shut up. I, had no, I thought you had followed me this year or last, no. to, I guess, 2022. Um, I'm gonna be honest, like, like, I didn't watch every single video of you, but I've been following <laughs> you, and I, uh, I immediately, I immediately just, uh, yeah, checked out your Instagram, and everything was like, oh, you're such a cool person, I want to follow you, and that's, that's why I also, I was so happy, like, when you wrote me, because I like your content so much. <laughs> oh, well, thank you so much, I love your content, I had no idea. That it was yeah. that long ago, guys. I made a I made a YouTube video. I think it's still up, regrettably. But I, I made like a day in my life editing like Emma yes. Chamberlain. I yes. swear in 2018. That was before I moved to Germany. So I was... Oh, crazy. crazy. I was in grade seven. Oh my God. Wow. Wow. Okay. Yeah, I was also like... When you when you were saying that now, I was, I was like... How, how old I <laughs> It was in 2018, so five years ago. I was 14 at this point. Yeah. Okay, so I was 13, you were 14. Yeah, That's crazy. crazy. Well, I'm going to pretend like you never saw that video and <sighs> go ahead and <laughs> move into the highs and lows. Do you have a, a high and low moment that you want to share? I have. Let me think a moment. So my last week, I I have been traveling um, actually through Germany um, and um my both of my like both my high and my low um happened during that time mm -hmm. i would say like let's just start with the high because like it's not positive um my um high like in general was uh, the work trip um i'm so happy that i yeah was able to do that i saw a new city in germany i have never been to um because my first destination was frankfurt i don't know have you ever mm -hmm. been there um, I have been in Frankfurt once, but not for long. Oh, cool. Uh, yeah, in my opinion, it's an yeah, it's a really underrated city because people just know like um, the train station um, area, and it's like it yeah. doesn't have a really good. Um, <laughs> yeah, people don't think well about that, but um, in general, the city is yeah, it is beautiful indeed, and. Um, also, my high was the second job. It was so cool. It was um, something for Nivea and I didn't have any information. And I came there like thinking we would just do a typical shoot about skincare or anything. And then um, the art director showed me the briefing. And it was so cool because we did um, a lot of video filming actually, um, especially like two morning routines. And one of them was... Um, in Wes Anderson style. Oh my and gosh, I, cool. I'm, I'm just mentioning it because I know you like him as well. <laughs> and, yes, um, it yes. Is, um, at the moment, there's like this, yeah, TikTok and Reels trend where a lot of people try to like copy his style. And we did that um, and like on a much more professional level as I do uh, video filming or maybe sometimes morning routines. And it was mm -hmm. so much fun, like the team was so nice and everything, I don't know, the vibe and the mood was really good, so uh, that was my high. Um, also in general that um, it's finally getting summer in Germany. Alright, so yeah, 
that was my high and um, with my work trip there also came the kind of low of this week um, because I had to travel with, um, no, I had to travel by train to both of my destinations. Mm -hmm. So I had a lot of train time and yeah, if you have ever traveled uh, with trains by train uh, in Germany with like the Deutsche Bahn, <laughs> yeah. you know that sometimes uh, it can be really exhausting. Like it is always late and also it has been late um, for me. The onward journey, it was, uh, it was horror. Like, oh, I think, no. I in general, I only have would have to travel for four hours, but in the end, I ended up being there. Um, yeah, two hours late, I think, because oh, no. my first connection train already it was super crowded and all the trains were like canceled. I had to to wait one hour. Um, at the train station and then finally being in a train i had to stand for two hours because it was so crowded oh, no. um it worst. was it was bad but um yeah long story short the train was uh, the trains were super late and also um to be honest the train speaker i kind of felt bad for her because she was so she was like at the end like with her nurse and everything she oh, was no. um swearing through the intercom and <laughs> it was like <laughs> oh, i'm so sorry um all the trains are like 100 minutes late today in germany and um yeah i think in the end it was because of like the long weekend and everything mm -hmm. Uh, everyone was yeah going back home also there was this festival near my small town and i saw so many <laughs> festival people traveling home by train so yeah, yeah. my I my uh, trip the... yeah my trip back bad um sorry my trip um back home was fine though so I'm well, okay yeah i'm that. glad you made it home because sometimes with those damn deutsche bahn trains it can be an all-day effort it's happened to me so many times when I was living yep. <laughs> in southern Germany. Actually, when I was visiting southern Germany a year ago, I lived an hour from Stuttgart by train. Mm -hmm. And for some reason, just that day, all the trains got canceled to my town. So I had to take four separate trains. I ended up getting there oh six hours God. later. Yeah. Oof. Yeah. It's so, as so, bad I, as I feel bad. Your pain. <laughs> yeah. Um, my <laughs> high of the week is that I just got back from Lisbon, Portugal, which that was my second time there i went in 2021 but i just realized how much i love that city i went with mm. a friend of mine who i've known since i was three years old so that oh, was very fun cool. yeah it was so great and yeah i just it was such a nice peaceful relaxing holiday because my low is that i am so 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 overwhelmed with my schedule at the moment um <laughs> this is i was just saying before you joined the call that this is my only free day for the next like three weeks and then I have a couple and then it's like two months so I'm just embracing oh my God. the slower pace of life right now before so much happening but I did it to myself so yeah, yeah. but Lisbon much. it sounds so cool like uh, I have heard by so many people that it's such a beautiful city I really want to go yes. there one day too yes I know well make sure you bring like <laughs> it sounds so stupid but comfortable shoes because i was walking in my they have a lot Doc of steps Martins. aren't they uh, yes so stairs. uncomfortable by the end of the day <laughs> they mm. were so awful 
Um, <laughs> anyway, let's go ahead and get into the episode. I want to ask, where are you calling yeah. me from right now? Uh, in Germany? Yes, <laughs> right now I am um, once for uh, yeah, more than two days. I'm in my hometown, actually, at home. Okay, your hometown. I think it's like uh, the third time this year I am <laughs> at home, uh, even, because I have been traveling a lot, yeah, but it's... For me, like, it's kind of um, the opposite. I, at the moment, have a bit of a slow time, um, a slower time than I had the last weeks and months um, because I was, yes. yeah, traveling a lot. Yeah, but now... if you guys follow Celia on Instagram or on YouTube, you can tell, I mean, you seriously, your, your highlights, I was going through them <laughs> when preparing for this episode and you were everywhere. You're the only person who I can... <laughs> like relate to like that because I never know where you are yeah. I never know where you're gonna be um, it's a but you, <laughs> yes. so this is the town that you are born in this is your hometown exactly but you live part-time in Berlin is that correct um yeah let's call it like that I do <laughs> when I'm in Berlin and I have been there a lot lately I think I have been my days or weeks in Berlin this year are more than the ones I have been at home like wow in, uh, yeah because uh there I don't live by myself I have family there as well like my mm -hmm. uncle and my aunt live there and mm -hmm. I don't know. I have always been drawn to Berlin since I am a child. Like my family and me, we just visited, visited them like at least once a year. And um, yeah, when I got older, I started to travel there by myself and spend more time there as, yeah, as much as I could because I just love the city and everything. And uh, that's why now that I finished high school, I yeah, try to be there as much as possible. Yes. What I mean, I know that obviously I'm drawn to Berlin as well, because mm. if you guys haven't heard, I'm moving there in the fall full time um, and I can't wait. I just love Germany in general, too. Yeah. Um, but what what is it for you? What's the like main pull to that city? Um, uh, I don't even know. Uh, so, so far, my experiences with Berlin, I would say aren't even like them common ones because yeah. Berlin can be a lot like if you are new to the town and if you move there um, and maybe you do know so no, uh, maybe you do know some people or you don't and you are getting to know a lot of people and are maybe being um, yeah pushed into the party scene and everything a bit <laughs> it yes, can be yeah. rough but for me like how I got to know Berlin was like slow and uh, kind of beautiful i also like really love the area where my parents and uh, not my parents my aunt and my uncle live so much yes. because they live like really in central berlin and um the streets so and everything cool. there and it's especially in summer berlin is so so beautiful mm -hmm. um in winter it's yeah kind of discussable because <laughs> um <laughs> winters uh in berlin or in general in germany can be kind of depressing and everything totally, but as soon yes. as the first sun rays hit um people in berlin the vibe and mood and everything it's so beautiful um especially in the last weeks when i stayed there um it's so just so nice to see people are going out again people are going to flea markets i'm a sucker for flea markets maybe that's Absolutely. also like one of the reasons why i love draws. the city so much but mm -hmm. 
Yes, I have just had a really good experience with the city so far. Well, I'm glad to hear that. I, I totally relate. I'm not too far from Berlin here in Amsterdam mm. area. It's yeah. the same. In the winter, it's so dark so early. It's mm. cold. It's just like, not even like snowy. It's just kind of mm. like wet. Um, but now when the sun's out and everything's blooming, it is like the most gorgeous. So I I can't wait to be there. Do you think you could see yourself moving to Berlin uh, like longer term in the future? Or are you happy just visiting? Uh, I I think I really do. Um, maybe not in the near future. But maybe maybe yes. I can even tell because um, on the one hand, like there are so many other cities that I want to see before, like finally deciding to move there or not. Um, sure. Because yeah. Also, um, at the moment, I'm at a point where a lot where uh, yeah, there's a lot of change in my life after finishing high school. I don't know yet what I want to study and also where I think. The where question maybe for me is one of the biggest like um yeah things to consider. Um, Absolutely, yeah. And Berlin is definitely an option, um, especially because I still have like the balance between being able to come back to my hometown and it's not so far. Um, sure. and I have this balance because I don't know maybe sometimes living in such a big city can be a lot and then it's really nice to have the balance to uh, go to a more quiet place and also I'm living uh, really uh, near the lake of Constance and it's a, oh sure yeah it's a it's a great um, uh, yeah just um, to balance these two things so I could imagine it but um, uh, maybe also I'm also kind of drawn to maybe study in uh, yeah abroad but still in Europe so yeah. yeah i'm really open to that but if i had the opportunity i mean uh, finding an apartment in berlin is not so easy <laughs> no and not at all not at <laughs> so all <hard>. surprise <laughs> um and my yeah my expectation would definitely be to live kind of in the area where my family lives right now because uh, that's just a part of Berlin that I like the most and I think maybe if I live like not so central I could I don't know I could be kind of lost um, me so. too that's exactly how mm -hmm. I feel yeah so I'm open to that still yeah well I'm glad it's nice to keep your options open I mean we're both lucky to have seen many parts of Europe and the world mm -hmm. so, but I think with that's that true. when you start to realize how many ways of life there are you kind of start to Definitely. think oh my god look at all these paths i could take if i wanted to yes. so it's overwhelming it's that was super my experience overwhelming too. Yeah. yeah and i can totally relate to what you said about this being a very like inconsistent part of your life a lot mm -hmm. of change i know that eight like 18 years old 19 years old for most people is kind of a tough time or, yeah. or just mentally straining um because like you said, you finished high school, now you're traveling, but next steps, I, I'm totally there with you because in my head, it's kind of the same like cluster of confusion about what I'm going to yes. do, where I'm going to be, how I'm going to get there, everything. So I hope that you find some more consistency in the areas that you need it soon. Yeah, I hope so too. So German, you're, you were raised in Germany, you are German, and German's your mother tongue. So I want to talk about your process of learning English because your English is so incredible I can't believe you're doing a whole 
podcast episode in a second language because to me with my oh broken my German, I think I could never do a full <laughs> conversation, full podcast episode. That is so, so, so nice of you. And I love to hear that because, yeah, as um, you said, my um, first language is German and I don't speak, I don't have like uh, um, any other native language. I only learned English um, at school. And mm. I mean, my YouTube channel is um, completely in English. And I, yeah. at first I was struggling whether to do it that way. But uh -huh. um, in the end, I'm glad I did it and um yeah i try to i mean it's also it's uh, good for the learning process of it and um since i have been traveling a lot i had um more chances to you take use of my english and maybe um to improve it but it's yeah so so good to hear thank you so much <laughs> i mean i yeah this is something i always find impressive with anyone speaking in a second language yes. and a lot of my friends in Germany where I used to live, especially southern Germany, which is where I was. Yes, but I mean, I would say with German, it's different because learning German is really hard. Like, kind the language. I, I agree, yes, to learn to learn a new So also respect structure. to you, yeah, yeah. Thank you. But I'm nowhere close <laughs> to where you are with English. I need to. I'm yeah. giving myself six months when I get to Berlin mm -hmm. and then I want to be fluent. Fluent. Wow. <laughs> you will be able to do that for 100%. Thank you. Yeah, I was going to say, hopefully we can meet for a coffee and we can do it in German and I can actually yes. speak to you in German Yeah, let's time. do that. Um, <laughs> for sure. I would, I would love to. I want to talk a bit about your career as a model um, because you're, you are 18 now, 19? Yes, exactly. 19. Which, which I, I 19. turned 19 one week ago, actually. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. You yes. can say happy belated birthday, right? But not happy early birthday. Yeah. Early birthday in Germany is bad luck, bad luck. but bad belated is, okay. is completely fine. Thank you. In okay, this case. <laughs> so happy late birthday then. Um, I so that's how long have you been modeling for? Okay, let me think. I started um, at fifth, I think at fifteen actually. Wow. I signed with my mother agency. Um, mm -hmm. yes, it is, it is kind of early to be like in the business. And I also went to school in the first like three years of starting to be a model. Um, yeah. of course I didn't, uh, yeah, decide at this age, I want to be a model. <laughs> um, yes. uh, because at this point I didn't know anything of the business and yes, maybe some people to ask me, yeah, do you want to model in the future? Because at, for my age, I was quite tall already and everything. And I was like, mm, I have no idea. I really, uh, it's, it's too early yet. And yes. then one day uh, I was, I was 14 at this point, actually. I was, yeah, I was just in the city of my hometown and we are like only, I live in a small town with only like 50,000 inhabitants, uh -huh. I think. Uh -huh. And my mother agency at the moment is in Hamburg, so quite a big city. Um, and my um, booker, like um, who manages all of my jobs and everything, he mm -hmm. by chance was in my small town and he scouted me on the street. <laughs> and wow. small 14-year-old me was like, he was he was uh, yeah confronting me with oh do you want to send pod rides and he gave me his business card and everything and I was like super overwhelmed okay thank you sure, I will check yeah. it out and everything and I approached my parents with it and um they reacted kind of fine like we both them and me we 
didn't know anything about it so we just did our research and everything and we found out that the agency is quite good and then because we are traveling to Berlin so much we just uh, made a weekend trip to Hamburg and uh, visited the agency and everything and oh that's I don't know I will just tell you um quite a funny story about that um yeah. it was another coincidence we were just about to like go to the agency and of course my parents were they were positive about it and everything and they uh, supported me but as parents of a 14 year old you are doubting of course yeah, um, I would be uh, like that as well of course and then shortly before we entered the building um, <laughs> another woman approached me <laughs> and asked me oh so do you want a model I um, have no a way. modeling agency and everything and then we were like okay it's a sign and she asked like because we said oh that's a funny story we are on our way to an agency right now and she was like oh how cool which one and i was like um model work like that's um, yeah. my agency and she was like oh nice that's mine so she was the boss of the agency actually wow and it was wow. so funny also um after that we talked to uh the booker who scouted me and he was like no way that's so such a coincidence and then we were like okay it's a sign let's do it and yeah That's since so then cool. you got scouted yes. twice that's a good <laughs> sign that means you're in the right field <laughs> um yeah i if you guys don't follow celia on instagram your photos are so cool i don't know how many of them <laughs> you take you. or how many of them are shot of you but truly i mean it's like it's not so I don't know how to say it. It's not like very basic, like very, you know, mm. stereotypical model show. It's very kind of editorial and creative, which I, I think is really cool to see. Oh, um, thank you so much. That's a really nice compliment. Okay, so you were scouted at 14 and then you began to work yeah. shortly after. What does a typical work day look like for you? Okay, so um, it depends it depends on what kind of job you have um there are i would say two to three different types um the first one is e-commerce it's like mainly shootings for online shops of like typical yeah online stores of fashion brands mm -hmm. uh, the second um job could be um yeah fashion week type of yes. um catwalk um but it's only during some times of the year and it depends on which city you are and everything so that's sure. not the yeah jobs that i have the most um of the times and then the third one would be yeah, more of these editorial type shoots uh for magazines but it's also like for me my experiences um mostly have been for uh, e-commerce and um, also beauty shoots. Uh, that's like where you, uh, beauty is more like face and makeup and everything. Mm -hmm. Like um, it's more concentrated also um, with the thought of the makeup artist and everything. And um, yeah, so, so far um, I had, uh, besides school i couldn't like work full time of course so i had my most of my jobs were e-commerce jobs as mm -hmm. far as like as school and everything allowed it 
and uh, a typical work day of that would be um, that yeah first of all it depends in which city is it is so maybe I have to travel there one day earlier and stay at a hotel uh, at a hotel um, yeah. and then it most of the times uh, the call time it's the time where you have to be there is like at eight or nine and then the first one to two hours is just taking um, the time to get ready like the makeup artist is doing uh, her magic yeah. or his magic <laughs> and uh, everyone is everyone is getting ready and the um, stylist is preparing the clothes and everything and then two hours later you start to shoot and then you just shoot a whole day um, most of the times uh, you have to change up to 50 times a day to a new oh outfit and then it's just bam 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 photos of front back side close up next clothing and then you just yeah you have of course like lunch break and everything but um it's and uh, you I, I you wouldn't think of it but it's it definitely is physically exhausting like at the oh, end of the day totally, yeah, i fall into totally. my bed and I'm like okay i'm done i'm gonna sleep now and then you have to do the same the next day like because most of the times it's two or three days of shooting um it depends like if you have a far way to travel because so yeah. it pays off for the client can, and for you yeah i mean now that you've been working for almost four years I mean, it sounds like mm. you know the process and you understand but initially your first few jobs when you were 14 or 15 were you kind of surprised by the process how did you have the confidence or the understanding of what to do when you got to the job and how to go through that so you kind of just learn by experience like learning by doing you off you um yeah obviously don't get any course or any learning lesson like how you should do it or how you should pose i mean that's yes, also a thing yeah. you you have to think of um but um maybe um, i could say that especially in the first years or it depends like every modeling career is so so different like yeah. i already heard of people who are like scouted and then on the in the next week they are booked by i don't know any like crazy designer brand that they should walk for their show and sometimes it takes a really long time time sometimes it takes lower it's different but in general you have to like build up a portfolio at first and that's where you do a lot of test shoots um, test shoots are just shoots where you and the photographer aren't paying so you both take advantage just of the pictures because you can use it mm -hmm. for your portfolio and I would say these are the kind of shoots where you learn how to act, how to pose, how to behave and everything. And mm -hmm. um, yeah, but besides of that, you just get thrown into it and you just yeah have to figure it out by yourself, kind of. Um, yeah. Also traveling alone and um, being uh, alone or being by yourself a lot um, is something that you have to learn really quickly um, at a young age. If you saw it earlier, yeah, yeah, I'm really, I really do want to talk about your travel experiences in a minute, mm -hmm. um, because you have quite a few that I'm really interested <laughs> in. But um, quickly, I wanted to ask if you have had like an, a standout highlight or like a favorite experience mo in your modeling career. Okay, let me think. I, I would say there are 
two. The first was really early. It was my first ever job, actually. And it was yeah. a runaway job. But not at Fashion wow. Week, but um, at the launch event of Formula One for oh, Red whoa. Bull. They launched um, a clothing brand um, by present, um, yeah, while presenting their new car and... It was such a cool vibe. I had to travel to Salzburg in Austria and yeah. um, it was such a big show. And like, I was super, I didn't, yeah, I didn't, ex I didn't know what to expect because it was my first ever job and it was um, a yeah, really cool experience, but everyone, because everyone was, yeah. So it was just a big thing and um, yeah, that was exciting. And I would say my second one was, not so long ago in february i um stayed in london for one month for modeling and i also by chance was there during fashion week actually and wow. i also was able to uh, walk for one show there um and they had like this really it was just a really um nice designer with crazy dresses um i saw and, some of those photos and videos yes. on your i think it was your instagram story it looked gorgeous the whole venue yes, the whole i was just show. i yeah i was so i don't know proud to be able to uh, wear her dresses and everything and also i don't know just the atmosphere behind the scenes it is super stressful because everyone is running around being like oh my god the show starts mm -hmm. in a few minutes but that's where you, I don't know, where adrenaline kicks and everything. Uh, everyone is just so um, happy. So in general, I would say um, these catwalk shows are um, more fun to do um, than like e-com. But um, I would say these are one, uh, no, two uh, standout experiences that I really enjoyed so far. Those both sound so cool. Yeah, I'm glad to hear that you've had those positive experiences. Um, I know that for some people, when you talk about being a model, a female model, they their mind might think that that's more of a toxic industry. And I was wondering mm -hmm. if you've ever experienced something about pressure or toxicity in the model world or how you've avoided that, if not. So it is definitely. Um, to be honest, I um, yeah, glad to say that so far I didn't have any standout bad experiences concerning that. But mm -hmm. I definitely heard a lot, like, like especially when I was in London, talking to other female models, like, um, mm -hmm. I was living there um, in a modeling apartment with eight other models. <laughs> so we uh, definitely could ex exchange about our experiences and everything. And being a young girl thrown into the industry and um, being there alone and like, it's, it's, it can be hard and also yeah. um i am glad to say that i'm yeah really happy with my agency and um i didn't have like bad experiences with them because i already heard like of um yeah models having stress or um yeah bad experiences with their bookers who are pressuring them into oh you have to lose weight or anything or you sure. got to yeah. uh, look this and that way and everything but um yeah, it, it can be really, really uh, hard. But for me, so far, um, it was uh, not that bad. But I've, I mean, I have to add that I don't like a month full time for so long. Like only for, yeah, since, no, only for a few months. 
Yeah, definitely. Well, I'm I'm glad to hear that from your perspective. Yeah. I also sometimes I just wonder how that works in terms of like location because I lo- I know so little about the modeling world myself, but I wonder like beauty standards and how they differ from country to country or even city to city, agency mm. to agency because I know that some places they have much more unattainable beauty standards or like strict beauty standards while other yes. places have a bit more of a openness to mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know what what classifies as a beauty standard so anyway yes, I just yes. I find that interesting um speaking of multiple locations you've been able to travel <laughs> quite a bit for your job I assume mm-hmm. uh, some of your travel has been model related uh, yes they were yeah yeah so what are some cool travel experiences that you've had recently Okay, so um, recently, as you said, some of them were modeling related, but only like I would say fifty percent. Um, mm-hmm. My, as I already mentioned, um, my last modeling experiences um, concerning traveling were um, in London, um, and mm-hmm. in general, going or traveling as a model is you cannot plan um, in advance. <laughs> so yeah. they. There ca- it can occur that your broker writes you okay so you just signed with this and that agency so in general you um i think you already talked um about this with um how are they called rylan and um oh yeah juan and Juan about like you have a mother you have a mother agency and then you try to collect like other agencies in um, other countries and yeah. that's where um you can then go and have jobs and maybe do an on stay which means that you are there for a few weeks or maybe a few months and um, this is always super spontaneous so yeah. also with London um, my flights and everything were booked I think three days before I went there and I mean wow. I, I stayed there for quite a while I lived there for a month and um, wow. the other girls I met there they uh, stayed there for even longer like at least two months or uh, one of them was like, yeah, she she doesn't know yet, but maybe she will stay till summer. Maybe she will stay longer, maybe not. So in general, it's like super spontaneous. I also um, um, was about to go to Barcelona after I came back from London, but then it was to a short period of time and it would have, it would have always also been super spontaneous. So um my booker was okay maybe you can uh, fly in two days but um only if so and so and i had an option for a job in germany and in the end it just didn't work out anyways um, i'm drifting <laughs> away from like <laughs> no your question i'm so sorry um yeah so london for me was a really great experience and um the other two destinations i went to didn't have anything to do with modeling it was to bali and indonesia and japan and my reason to go there actually was um to visit my best friend because she was living in japan for uh yeah nearly a year and she is half japanese and she only stayed here, stayed there till April, and I was like, I really have to take the chance and visit her because Japan, uh, Japan has been on my traveling list for such a long time, and uh, I didn't want to miss out on this opportunity to like be able to uh, get shown around by a local. It's just I think the experience to yeah 
uh, see a city that way or a country even is so so different than yes i 100 a agree. complete stranger and tourist i mean i was but um <laughs> i was <laughs> i was able to be shown around by her but yeah more uh, in, a, in an easier way because she just knows her way around and everything yeah i i feel the same i think it's been so cool in the past couple of years to be able to make friends that either are in mm -hmm. locations when i've traveled or have yes. moved around the world because now we have the ability to go visit people that we we know and we're close with but be mm -hmm. able to see such a more like genuine or interesting side of a city that we would have been completely yeah. unaware about so it's a it's a cool thing to have friends in multiple locations um these experiences that you're talking about these are these all solo trips like living in london i know you came to amsterdam um, a couple months mm, ago yeah. were you on your own traveling yeah i actually for the three of the trips i was uh, by myself um and um uh, in london i mean it was because uh, it was work related you um, of course are traveling by yourself but i'm also going to bali and japan i it was it was also my first time ever being out of europe it was um wow uh the first time that i went to asia and it was i was alone so um i was kind of nervous but in the end it everything worked out well and the reason why i went to bali actually was only because um flights to asia aren't that cheap and <laughs> i wanted a trip to really like pay off and then that's why i was like okay bali was something that um always that i always uh, wanted to see so let's yeah. do a little uh, two week solo stay there and um wow I really a enjoyed little two week it. solo stay uh, really, that's yeah. so german of you <laughs> i i remember i'm originally from the states big surprise mm -hmm. um and i feel like uh, culturally americans are a little more like go 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 get in mm -hmm. get out very quick very yes. convenient so for me like a lengthy trip is like a week but mm. all my german oh, friends crazy. when i was in germany would go on holiday for three weeks alone or with their mm -hmm. family and i was initially at first i was so surprised by this i was like how do you leave just for almost a month and you think that that's yeah. a normal holiday but i now that i am traveling so often for so short times mm -hmm. i'm like wow, that would be nice to go away for three weeks and just stay somewhere. But I, I haven't had many experiences solo traveling. I've traveled a lot and met mm -hmm. people or gone to locations where people live. Is this something that you are happy doing, that you like doing? Um, and what advice would you have for people who are going to start solo traveling in Europe or who want to? Yeah, so um, speaking to people about like traveling and traveling by yourself and they are often like wow i'm like i also met some people in bali for example and i told them that i'm only 18 and i'm here by myself and they were like wow that's crazy i um my respect i would love to do that but at 18 like i wasn't uh, that i don't know um self-confident enough and everything um, and yes, I have to say at some point it's not that easy because you have to yeah manage everything by yourself and also um, it can become or you can get lonely at some point. But for me, I really enjoy it. I have always been a person, um, I romanticize my life like a lot and I think that is something that helps. <laughs> traveling yeah. alone i journal a lot for example and i um 
taking your camera with you and doing uh, this also in a combination with YouTube. I think it's something different because you still have like something to talk to or something to tell your yes, experiences right, because right? you yeah. have to like process all the impressions you uh, are making and stuff. So uh, that's maybe because, yeah, that's maybe why it is a bit easier for me in this case. But um, in general, I, yeah, I really enjoy it. And I love to just sit in a cafe or in a restaurant all by myself and I love um, that. do that. That's so cool. That's such an interesting point that you bring up about having to process mm -hmm. or like intellectualize what you are seeing yes. and experiencing for YouTube. I wonder... I feel like I've just done that subconsciously, but I've never thought about it that way. Because I guess it really, I always think about if vlogging or filming an experience makes me less present in the moment because I'm focusing on YouTube. Mm. But I guess in a way, looking for things to film or acknowledging things to talk about could actually make your experience one that's more present. Yeah, that's, that's true. That I also like by, by filming a lot and everything, um, it is hard to like uh, still be live in a moment that's something i honestly have been struggling with especially like with youtube i i filmed so much but l right now i'm so late on track with all the video material because yeah. i was filming and filming and i didn't find the time to edit it and that's where it yeah can be hard to find balance between living in the moment and experiencing everything I relate on that level as well, especially that both of us make somewhat lifestyle, somewhat travel content mm. on YouTube. But in order to make travel content and in order to make lifestyle content, you have to live a life and you have to travel. So <laughs> it's like if I'm filming all the time yes. and traveling and doing things for these videos, when do I have time to actually sit down and make it into a video? Um, so that is something that I've also struggled with recently. I feel like we're very much in the same yeah. phase or mindset right now towards that especially so. because like it's really hard for me because deep down i'm a little perfectionist <laughs> sure, <laughs> concerning yeah. that and it's so hard for me to just sometimes yeah let go of that and say okay it's like more of a vlog type now you can it doesn't have to be perfect you still have so much other things to work on um yeah it's hard and yeah exactly. as i said at the moment i also um i was like oh i will be a whole series of traveling and i filmed in london and in bali and japan <laughs> and my last video uploaded was i think in march or april so yeah, that's <laughs> i how it goes. um yeah kind of kind of like with my content but that's okay maybe you some... really do have to make a choice eventually especially if you're not doing content creation full-time and even if you are about mm -hmm. quality or quantity and yeah. that's why it it gets difficult because you're either putting yourself in like an overwhelmed situation or you're pumping out not the best content you could make or people get bored waiting and it's just exactly. like in my head it's constant it's it's like it's a, a dilemma demand. it is yeah. so right when you finish one video you're already like okay go to the next go to the next go to the next you know with the podcast too it's just it's a lot to mm -hmm. juggle you're traveling you're modeling you probably have friends and a life of your own and your family yes. so it it definitely can get to a point where it's overwhelming but 
I think you're doing so well with that. Like, I always be like, okay, wow, how do you do that? <laughs> you have a podcast. You also like, you are still going to school. I don't. <laughs> um, and um, you have so much, yeah, things to do and you still are able to manage all of it. Like, thank you. That's very sweet of you to say, but trust, I mean, you know, no one experiences it from yeah. your perspective. So it's definitely that's not as true. pretty as it may appear, but I appreciate that. That's that's why I'm hoping to get ahead with this podcast. That's why mm -hmm. I actually haven't released the second yeah. season before recording all these because when I was recording them every single week on top of YouTube, oof, mm -hmm. too much, yeah. too much. I believe. Um, but yeah, I want to talk more about your your presence online. Um, you can also follow Celia's YouTube channel. What What is the at for that? The Sorry? username? Uh, it's only Celia. It's only my uh, my name. S-I-L-J-A. <laughs> and it's also going to be linked in the description of this episode. So check it out. Um, I want to ask, what initially inspired you or got you started with making content on YouTube? Okay. Um, so my answer to that might be kind of cliche. But mm -hmm. I started my channel when Corona hit. COVID. And I okay, was okay. bored at home. And I was in quarantine. <laughs> And yeah, also 14 year old me, I think. No, I was, no, I was older. I think I was 15 or 16. I don't know. Um, anyways, uh, I was at home and I was like, I want to do something because I'm a person. Um, I easily get bored and I always want to do, I always have like a project or anything going on. And um, mm -hmm. I especially love to do things by myself, um, like, uh, yeah, doing DIY, sewing and that kind of stuff, especially when I was younger. I still do it, but I don't know, <laughs> have so much time for yeah. it now. <laughs> and yeah. that's why I decided to completely rearrange my room. And um, I did a room makeover, but I didn't it intend to like do a YouTube video out of it. But I yeah. just filmed the process. And then I was like, hmm? still don't have anything to do let's just edit it um and i started editing editing it on the computer of my brother with some <laughs> random kind of uh, video cutting um um application i didn't have any idea of it was like super complicated in the end i was i just why didn't i do it like with iMovie or anything I, yeah. I think I took like Da Vinci Resolve or some oh, really yes, like completely yes. oh, crazy wow. editing. And I, in the end, it took me a while, but I figured it out and I, um, yeah, finished it. And then I was like, mm, it's kind of a nice video. I showed it to my friends and they were like, wow, you have to do something with it. You can't just let it sit in your, on your computer, uh, computer and it will rot there and no one, no one, the world have to, has to see it. The world it. And I was has like, to mm. see it, yeah. <laughs> well, the yeah, world did see really it. Cute of them. Yes, because I uploaded it, it got and a it went, ton of views. It went quite good, yes. Um, in the end, um, like the, uh, the clicks, they came, I think, half a year later, but it went completely viral. Like, I started my channel with zero following, and then I got... A million views i don't know where yeah. it is right now wow but i was like okay wow that's crazy that was your first video it was my first wow. ever video yeah and then i was like okay views. yes and i was like hey maybe i have to do something um with it because it is quite a big chance and then i did 
some more videos but more in the DIY scene like um, I did um, a sewing tutorial about a thrift flip of a jeans and it also went like it did quite well I think it also yeah. got um, 200k views or something wow. like that it kind of seems like, like you didn't choose to model and to do content creation it feels like they chose you because you got scouted <laughs> yes, twice and yes. then you went viral twice like damn i mean and Maybe. you are talented at both of those things so it's super cool that they started to work like that kind of mm. off the bat yes of course um yeah but then like my kind of problem was um i didn't upload like too consistently and everything and also my content really shifted um i got quite a following due to yeah. that but i feel like um right now like my youtube community is more of the diy and <laughs> this. i was just gonna ask about this yeah mm -hmm. that's why i also like uh i was considering mm, should i i didn't want to start a new channel but i was like maybe i have to like i have to rethink everything and i still upload it but i'm I'm gonna be honest, I'm not a really great YouTuber because I only upload like I I I'd be like, okay, mm. now I now I will be uploading again once a month at least or once a week and everything. <laughs> and then she uploads one video and is never yeah. I think that everyone has those phases though. On YouTube, I think that everyone struggles with an upload schedule. But at least yes. the videos you're putting out are really high quality and interesting to watch because like I Thank said earlier, you. it would kind of be a shame if we uploaded once a week, but the videos were shit. Yes, so, yeah. Um, I was going to ask, yeah. though, about shifting your content because I can also relate to that. I feel like we have a mm -hmm. lot to relate on. My most popular videos in 2019, I made tutorial videos for, like, mm -hmm. TikTok. Um, ah. And those got a couple hundred thousand, a few of those. But then for a while, the only videos that would really do well were how-to videos, TikTok videos. Mm -hmm. Um and I wanted to create travel videos and lifestyle, like how you shifted from DIY to just travel and lifestyle. Yes. But yes. yeah, I struggled with my audience at first because it, it got much smaller and then you kind of have to build from there. So do you feel now like you're reaching more of your target audience, that you have more of a stronger fan base? Yeah, I would say on YouTube, I still kind of struggle with that because, um, yeah, because I don't upload really consistently and everything. Um, my following still is like a lot of, I feel like inactive following, uh, followers and everything. Um, and I have like a small community who is, is always like happy, oh, she uploads a new video and everything. But um, <laughs> I, I, yeah, I, I struggle with that. And that's also why I um, put my attention more onto posting on TikTok and everything. And I was like, okay, maybe my plan now is to build a community on TikTok to then shift it back to YouTube because to like my TikTok, my, my TikTok um, content is like really similar to the content I put out on YouTube at the moment. Mm -hmm. um, and I think I would reach more of my target audience uh, that way. But mm -hmm. yeah, I still have to figure it out somehow, I guess. And yeah, maybe get into a better routine with posting and uploading and editing, but it's yeah, it's not that easy, as you already said. It's not that easy, no. And I think everyone, I think everyone is trying to figure it out who's creating online. Mm -hmm. I don't. I think very few people have something that they think is like surefire and For long sure. lasting. So I, I guess it's always a journey. You never, yeah, you never have fully like 
figured it out somehow. Well, the final um, category that I have here are the questions that I got from an Instagram questionnaire I posted at cutthecameras.pod on Instagram. You guys can go and follow the podcast um, to keep up with, you know, future episodes and questionnaires if you want your questions to be answered. So I posted questions for you and I got lots of responses. So I selected a few. Let me just pull them up. Um, Okay, someone has asked, what are your interests outside of modeling and content creation? Okay, so I would say maybe you already got kind of an impression of that um, due to what I already yeah, told and everything. I really like to travel, but that um, luckily comes with modeling. Um, and also mm-hmm. um, I have been really uh, i really had fun by doing uh, diy stuff i really like to sue um at or to sell and that's also uh, maybe because of my big interest for fashion and everything i really yeah. like to yeah uh, put together outfits and shop but especially um secondhand like go to flea markets and thrift and everything yes. Yes, yes, um yes. and maybe another um good answer for that is um yeah discovering new places and especially like by myself maybe and uh, visit cafes and everything um yeah yeah you're good at that too i remember when i was coming to berlin i looked at some of your content on instagram and youtube to find some mm. some places i wanted to go and i went to one of the cafes you went to and i was like oh, she has good cool. taste <laughs> yeah. yeah thank you um, <laughs> of course someone else has asked if you prefer tiktok or youtube more okay so to be completely honest at the moment i think my answer would be tiktok because it's not mm. as much effort for me or at the moment it um my time allows more like to be active on tiktok um because i can put out the content that i uh, like yeah the videos and photos that i take i can just um yeah put them together quick uh, more yeah more quick and everything and put Mm -hmm. out content um more regular due to that but format wise i would prefer youtube because it yeah. has always been my hashtag number one like <laughs> i love to to watch youtube videos i um mm-hmm. i also i started with youtube first and everything and with um tiktok and the short videos um the attention span of people is getting so so small and um, also like mine <laughs> to be honest absolutely yeah no mine too my phone addiction has been so bad recently also maybe um what also counts into that is uh how my for you page is like maybe if i have a really nice algorithm and i really like my for you i can spend days and hours on tiktok but sometimes it's, <laughs> it sucks and then i'm like yeah. oh let's go back to youtube <laughs> yeah I know, I, I totally understand. I feel like the, the short-form content that you create is the ones that are interesting to me. You know, you, you have either <laughs> oh, photos or videos you. traveling, but mm. sometimes the ones that are just like a video with of them doing nothing with text on it yes. or just someone looking yes. hot, even though sometimes <laughs> I do follow like, those accounts. <laughs> uh, I am like, I'm like, or like oh, these, this is meaningful. Yeah, baby dogs and cats. And I'm like, hey, yes. that's nice, but like not the I know, video that... I still like, like the video. <laughs> 
<laughs> contributes to my um, I don't know. Yeah, maybe I, I do laugh for a second and that contribute contributes to my day, but not. Yes. I don't know. I don't feel like smarter after watching a video like that. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, it doesn't necessarily add any value. Like sometimes I walk away with that's from true. a YouTube video, that's, yeah, but it can that's also be was... nice for five minutes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, another question that someone sent in is how has growing an audience online affected your life? Um, okay, that's, that's, I don't know how to put it in words because my, like, my online presence is, like, not that big. I'm not that famous person sure, yeah. <laughs> um, at the moment. And that's why I don't have the greatest experiences with that. But since I grew up in a small town and people are talking and people are, not like mm, specifically making fun of you but you know that you just know that behind your back there's happening a lot and everything and sure um yeah. no matter like what you do or say um they know a lot about me because i as like a kind of public person like I, at the moment, I don't post so much that like people know uh, so much about my personal life, but definitely more than I do know about them. Yes, and that's definitely. why I think uh, growing up that the way you um, have to have a really like thick skin from a really young age mm -hmm. on, like mm -hmm. when you decide to do it. I mean, it's my choice and everything. But um, yeah, so far. Well, you choose I didn't to do it. You know, you don't really choose the backlash. Yes, exactly. It's like it's like my decision and everything, and I'm okay with that, and I take that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and yeah, um, yeah. I was actually gonna ask because I feel like I have a very romanticized view of Germany and German culture in mm -hmm. general. Um, I just. I meet a German person, automatically I am 10 times more interested to speak to them than other people. I don't know why. <laughs> yeah. And I do think I connect a bit more with German culture than I did the culture I experienced, the, the branch of American culture yes. that was in my hometown. Um, but I wonder if I missed a lot because I didn't speak great German until like the, my last few months there. And I wonder mm -hmm. if I didn't I, if I thought that the things that happened in my hometown with people being rude or mm -hmm. gossiping or being kind of toxic still happened, mm -hmm. I just never realized it because I couldn't communicate it or hear it in the same way. Do you yes, think that there's maybe, a lot of toxicity? Yeah, I, I think it, there is always like some, some of this um, happening, but um, I just, um, my, like my kind of mindset about that is, just focus on what you are doing and what you love that you do and just yeah. um yeah try i know it's not that easy but try to not focus on that like uh, noise happening behind you and um absolutely focus on it's it's so cliche to say but focus no no on no the, the reason that things are cliche and is because they're yes, true but, i mean yes and yeah. just um yeah live your li your life the way that yeah, makes it the most um, yeah, nice or Absolutely, yeah, yeah. beautiful for you and yeah, don't focus on that. Totally. I love that. That's great advice. Um, yeah, something I just found interesting. I found that there were a lot of fake people in my hometown, just mm -hmm. kind of genuine. Do you know who Damon Dominique is? Maybe I do. Maybe I actually have his book laying here next oh my God. to me. <laughs> oh my God. I was about book. to show you. I have a sign with my name of Damon Dominique here. 
Are you because kidding? Because I met him in person. Yes. Shut up. Shut up. No. <laughs> I, I know that you like him as well. And yes. Um, too much. It's. I talk about him yes. all, every episode, and I try not to. <laughs> it's okay. He deserves like all of the attention he does. Yeah. When did you meet him? I met him in London, actually. Um, and I didn't plan oh, did you it go? in advance. Did you go to the event? I did. I did go to the book tour, yes. Wow. And it was a really cool experience. Um, but yeah, the funny story is I didn't even plan to. Oh, he he does this book tour, and I didn't look up like when his um events or the dates of his events are. I actually only wanted to buy his book in London and I googled like which bookstores would um, sell it and then this link popped up of oh he does a book tour and I didn't even <laughs> shame on me um, before that and it was like no way he is he will be there signing and like reading out of his book and I was like immediately immediately bought tickets for it. Yes. Oh, and it that. was already like one le- week later. Um, I mean, in general, it was such um, a good thing that because I was not for such a long time um, in London, but mm-hmm. uh, I was so happy that I could join it. And he is such a pure soul and such a nice person. <laughs> like um, the event was so cool because he really like he took the time to talk to every single person of us being there and signing the books and um, he's yeah like uh, already online he's so authentic and everything and he's the same in person but he's even nicer I don't know he's just yeah he's so, super cool he's so that's cool. so cool that you went and got the book I was gonna yes. say I think he's super introspective and something that I heard him say once I can't remember where somewhere is that he feels that German-speaking people are just kind of more genuine or cooler. It's harder to be fake because in the German language, when you're speaking, mm-hmm. you say things and then you put the verb at the end of the sentence, right? So yeah. it's like you can go through a whole sentence and be talking about something. You could say, I da-da-da-da-da hate or mm-hmm. I da-da-da love, and you really have to be present in the conversation in order to understand what the person is trying to communicate. So I found that interesting. I don't know. I don't know if that's true or not, but I just think it's an interesting theory. And it also helped me learn German because the the damn grammar structure Mm -hmm. is so confusing to me. It's crazy. Like, I think I couldn't teach anyone the the German grammar because I just... I'm happy not to yeah, know the language because I'm native, but like explain yeah. German grammar. Oh, I don't think that I would be able to do that, honestly. Yeah. Well, I probably couldn't with English either, to be fair. Yeah. But yeah. yeah um, sorry, I, th- I, I got sidetracked. Of course, don't get me talking about Damon. Um, <laughs> another, the second to last question is what would be your dream modeling job? Wow, okay, that's a hard question. I, I'm i a person, I don't, like, in my mind, maybe I do set goals about, like, my, I don't know, career or how to call it, but uh, I don't really, mm-hmm. like, speak of my goals and everything because, like, I don't have, like, any specific ones. But in general, um, I would love to have, like, a job at a big fashion week like in paris or i don't know new mm-hmm. york city is maybe a bit like too top tier but no 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 um, the sky is the limit what like yeah dream. You know. 
Yeah. <laughs> Dream big. Um, what so, designer? Yeah, Do you know what designer? Uh, that's that's hard. I I'm open to that honestly. Like anything with um, yeah. Mew Mew. I I just like really the mm -hmm. brand or Celine or. Yeah, but that's like really, really big. Dream big, but uh, I don't they know. They asked about they your dream. I mean, yes. you may as well manifest it, right? Yes, yes, you have to. Well, and okay, moving on to the final question. Someone asked, what was your experience during the pandemic in Germany? So in, yeah, during the pandemic uh, here, are we... Uh, I still went to school. Uh, wait, sorry, I had to think about like what, what was I, what, 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 what was I up to <laughs> at this point? Uh, um, uh, we, I was. It was my first year into um, the school year that counts into like the finals and everything, yeah. and uh, we had a lot of online classes, and they. Yeah. Were you doing sucked. the abitur? Yeah, I did last year, but. Um, during like the peak of uh, COVID, it was the year before my abitur um so it okay. was yeah fair enough and i didn't miss too many important classes um but yeah when we really like were into a lockdown and everything and didn't uh, weren't able to attend classes in person and everything i kind of enjoyed the time because like it was Life was easy peasy at this time. Oh, you could I just agree. leave your computer on and with the um, video <laughs> online class and do so much other stuff um, during yeah attending the class, like rearranging my whole room or building a pallet bed or anything. Exactly. I think I really, I think I really did something like that during the classes. And like at this point, I was I wasn't too mad about it. But um, I was... You're yeah. kind of the first person I've heard say it like that. Um, and I'm kind of mm. glad because I feel kind of the same. I That was like... Yes. I mean, not, not the start of COVID because I actually went back to the United States for three mm -hmm. months. We got stuck there. Um, but when I came back to Germany, kind of 2021, that whole year. Yeah. It, I mean, it was probably the best year for me it was so chill some of my classes were online yes, some were in person yes. and i lived in the city center so i'd just see my my one or two friends and then i'd go for a walk mm -hmm. in the city and it was it was really slow paced and now yeah, living such a fast-paced life it's, it's it's different it's true it was i was really in my like healing phase and everything is yes, fine and yes. i would go on mental health walks and just spend time by myself i mean that's like really as I already said, I'm a person I really like to romanticize life, so I really like try to, uh, per, yeah, take totally. the, the best uh, out of it. But um, I also like I definitely felt that felt bad for the persons who, um, rather like did abitur or couldn't travel at this point. I mean, for me it's easy to say because I was at school, I couldn't do anything else. Um, yes, but, I know that a lot of people had a. Um, harsher experience i mean i yes. i was lucky i'm i was close with my family we were living together yeah, i lived same. in the city but a lot of people i know had a lot of experiences ruined or were stuck in uncomfortable environments so i understand that but i feel lucky that that is true i enjoyed it yeah for the same. Most part. <laughs> sure. 
Fair okay, enough. well, that is unfortunately the last question. This has been so nice getting to talk to you. I was saying right before you came on that it's really nice when I have someone who I haven't actually chatted with before on the podcast because mm-hmm. I kind of get to know them quite well over the course of like an hour and a half. So yes. thanks so much for coming on and opening up. Yes, thank you so much for having me. It was so much fun. Yeah, I had a lot of fun. I hope that um, you come to Berlin when I'm living there and we can hang out in person sometime. For sure, let's go. I will show you some different cafe spots <laughs> that oh, I, I have. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> let's I do could that. Use some, some familiarity around the city. Um, so for you guys listening, you can go ahead and follow Celia on Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, uh, anything else? Anything else you have? No, not not yet. <laughs> Don't got a Pinterest? Do you have a Pinterest? Oh, I have. But I think <laughs> I, I have linked it um, on my TikTok already. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, so follow her everywhere. It's all linked in the description. And if you enjoyed this episode, please go ahead and follow the podcast on your preferred streaming platform and leave a review. It would mean a lot to me. We're getting quite a few five-star reviews on Spotify, and it is so sweet to see. And finally, the podcast also has an Instagram, which is at cutthecameras.pod, where we post questionnaires, sneak peeks, behind the scenes, episode announcements, reels. It's it's a good time. So go ahead and follow that. Um, and yeah, just thanks one more time for coming on. And until next time, I hope you have a lot of fun experiences, a lot of cool things going on that I'm excited to keep up with. Yes, I'm looking forward to it. Thank you so much. (laughs) Yeah, and thank you all for listening. See you guys next time. Bye. Bye.